What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the VP Podcast. My name is Tanner Coppernell, your host, the founder and the vessel of the Vision Project, directed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for being here. Your presence is your support. I want to thank you for joining us here on another edition of the VP Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something a little bit more sensitive. Um, We tend to be very, very selfish. And I want to discuss that as we enter into a new series on self-control. Now, at my church, I've been going through this series of self-control, and I've seen the fruitfulness of having this conversation. So I thought that I would share it with you guys in this form here online. So here we are today making this introduction to the, uh, it's kind of like the beginning, the foundation of what we can see in the future for this series that we have coming up next. We also have a Testimony Tuesday coming up with Trey Van Camp. I am so beyond excited for that. He is somebody that I've looked up to for years, and I'm excited to get him on the show. So stay tuned for that coming soon. But for now, let's hit that intro. Here we go. Welcome to The Vision Project, a place where we strive to give hope and understanding of who Jesus is. We hope today's episode guides you to a better understanding of who he is and how much he loves and cares for you. Have a wonderful day. Do you ever think about those times where your childhood, you were told to do chores, and you think about that one specific time when you were asked to do a chore, which, I mean, there's plenty to choose from, right? We as kids... We were asked to do chores, and yet we fell through every single time, pretty much, unless you were like a golden child, which can I talk to you about that? Because I have a child on the way, and I would love to figure out how you raised yourself up. Uh, (laughs) But hey, we had these different chores that we were given, and we had these opportunities to either follow through with that or to not. And for me, I remember the specific time here in this room. Again, I have said this, I think, the past couple of episodes now. Here in this room, here in this room. Well, this is the room where I pretty much grew up in, and right here where my feet are setting is the spot where I decided this one time when my mom asked me to clean up my room. It was absolutely a mess. I remember like I could not step on the floor. If I was stepping down, it was on a toy. If I was stepping down, it was probably on a Spider-Man toy, a Tinker toy, something like that. There was pretty much no room. I would have to kick toys around in order to make room. And so it was really difficult for me to get around. So I decided this one time. I had this bunk bed, right? I had this bunk bed that was up against the wall here where I'm staring at. Again, this is so weird and surreal. But hey. I decided I was going to push all of these toys under the bed. Make it look really nice, right? Yeah. 
like make it look as realistic as possible um i was good at that so i pushed all of my toys every single toy that i had sitting out under the bed and i finished kind of quickly and my mom when i told her that i was done because usually that's what you know as a kid you know what you do when you're done with something you're like mom i'm done dad i'm done you know come check it out my mom came and she checked it out and she's like oh okay and then later on i went up to her after playing in my room, taking toys out from under the bed to play with them. <laughs> and I said, Mom, uh, I didn't clean my room. I pushed everything under the bed. And you could tell at first that she kind of knew that it was coming. You could kind of tell at first that she understood that that was something that I did because it was way too fast for little Tanner to be responsible enough to clean up that entire huge mess you and I we live for feelings this is something that you and I out of impulse out of nature we struggle with we just live for ourselves and this is why the first and second greatest commandments love the Lord your God with all your heart your soul your mind and then the second one, listen closely, love your neighbor as yourself. Let's break that down. Why would Jesus say, love your neighbor as yourself? Because if you were truly to love people like you love yourself, you would be a lot better of a person. See, if you think about it, we, as people, we provide for ourselves. Out of nature, when we're hungry, what do we do? We feed ourselves. As adults, you run a McDonald's and you get some chicken nuggies and a chocolate milkshake and it's fantastic and it's good. It's not good for your body, but again, you live off of feelings. You go and you feed yourself when you're hungry. When you feel that bubbling up in your tummy, you're like, oh, that's uncomfortable. I need to go do that. I need to go and fix that problem. And I know how to do that. I know how to fix that problem. When you're tired, what do you do? Oh, I'm going to sleep. Well, unless you have kids, which I'm sure I'll figure out here pretty soon that that is not a gift that I could just cling on to easily. But hey, out of nature, what do we do? When we're tired, we sleep. We take power naps on Sundays. I watch my dad do it all the time. Not to knock my dad, but he does it. <laughs> he comes home. Turns on the TV, watches football, sleeps. This is what we do as humans. When we have an urge to do something, we accomplish it for ourselves immediately. Now, when it's for somebody else, do you do it immediately? Or does it take you a little bit to accomplish that? See, because I'll find myself... When somebody asks me to do something that's very simple and I can just spend just a little moment to serve somebody, usually it takes me a little bit more of a moment than it would to serve myself. When someone asks me to, to clean something, when someone asks me to go run and do something and grab it for them, do I roll my eyes? Do I huff and puff? I find myself doing this. 
And this series really is also to help me out too because I'm a selfish person. We're all selfish people. I'm a selfish person. But I'll find myself in these funks where I realize and recognize in the moment that I'm like, "Ah, I got to do this. Seriously, you couldn't do that yourself. Why couldn't you just go and do that on your own? When we suppress servitude, we suppress love. When we suppress servitude, we suppress love. Jesus says, Greater is no love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus in that moment was talking about his ultimate sacrifice, what he was going to do to ultimately serve us in our eternal life and opportunity that we can have with him. And he said that you are my friends if you do as I command you. That is John 15, 13 and 14. You can look it up yourself. Jesus was the ultimate sacrificial servant are you willing to sacrifice your agenda and your feelings to help satisfy and serve someone else's because you don't know what that person is going through internally you don't know what that person is dealing with mentally spiritually emotionally physically even i know for my my wife right now she herself has gone through so much in this pregnancy She has dealt with a lot. She has struggled with a lot. And I'm not just calling her out saying that, you know, she's having a horrible time. But what I'm saying is she herself has been working so, so beyond hard. She is the hardest worker I have ever seen. And in this time where she has been dealing with physical interruptions, she has been so servant-hearted. It's inspiring to me because when I hurt my knee (laughs) this is how crazy my life is right now when I hurt my knee and I was in this terrible pain could not use my right knee my right leg completely I couldn't she was there in the hardest of times for me when I was struggling the most when she herself was also struggling. I was so beyond needy. I was so beyond dependent. I needed help from anybody and everybody that was around. I had to call out their name probably every 10 minutes saying, hey, can you give me this? Hey, is there any chance you can bring this over to me? Hey, Caitlin, can you help me put on my clothes? Because I can't do it on my own. We ourselves in our nature are quick to serve self and are slow to serve others. It needs to be flipped. It needs to be flipped. I think it's the same way as quick to speak, slow to hear. I think it should also be flipped as scripture says. We should be quick to listen. Listen closely, receive that word, and so to speak. I think it's a very similar concept that we need to live 
and abide in. And overall, this selfishness is acted upon because of a lack of self-control. And this is where we kick off this series. This is when we talk about what is this root of self-control. And this is what it is. I desire to serve self before I serve God and others. (laughs) See the pattern there? We often run so quickly to serve ourselves. I mean, look at the bigger picture. If there were a button that were in front of us that said, give a million dollars to self or give a million dollars to orphans, and it was just sitting in front of us and we were just alone in a room, what would you do? (laughs) You're probably thinking, well... You know, in my perfect mind, (laughs) we are so quick to make decisions for self, yet we lack on serving others. And this is where the Great Commission comes into effect. This is when discipleship comes into effect. This is when mentorship comes into effect. This is where love comes into effect you want to truly love you want to truly follow jesus you want to truly authentically be a christian that is active living for god you don't serve self anymore that's not who you are anymore you yourself are called to a higher standard because the narrative of this entire life is self 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 follow your heart follow your feelings follow your gut What does your gut have to say about this? No. You follow, listen, and are passionate for serving Jesus. And that is ultimately how we gain self-control. is just loving Jesus. It's that simple. I was offered this, what would I say, word of advice one time by a very wise counselor of mine. And he said, what if you just simply obeyed God? Think about it. It is just a simple act of obedience where I just say yes. Instead of having to fight and to battle for how I think and what I believe and what I feel, no, it is based on what Jesus says. Maybe instead of acting out of impulse for self, we turned and we said, you know what? I naturally want to follow the voice of God. I naturally just want to walk in the spirit and walk in truth. We live in a society where we serve self. Do it for you. Serve yourself day. (laughs) You need to serve others and we are more selfish than we realize how how can i say that one of the biggest struggles right now in all of our lives and including my own is insecurity and you might think insecurity isn't selfish insecurity is struggling with my own identity insecurity is struggling with my own self and who i am let me tell you what insecurity is Insecurity is the lack of appreciation for who God created you to be. It's like in that moment where you are lacking appreciation for yourself 
and how you look and how you feel about yourself, you are looking directly in the eyes of God saying, I don't think how you create is good enough. As well as, I don't think what and who you died for is good enough. That is selfish. Telling Jesus that his death on the cross was not good and sufficient enough. That's selfish. Thinking that you need to be the spotlight in the room. Thinking that you need to be the star of the conversation. Thinking that you need to be the one that gets all the attention. That is selfish. What if you didn't have to be in the conversation? What if you didn't have to be recognized, noticed, praised, whatever it might be? You are seeking after that. I seek after that each and every day out of impulse. What if I just sat there in contentment in the finished work of Christ and just lived in the promise of his goodness? Because that is sufficient for me. Because often we think, how can I put myself in this conversation? How can I make sure that I am praised when I tell them something? How can I make myself seem good whenever I tell a story? Huh? Sound familiar? Because we all do that. We've done that before. You and I need to rest, need to be still, and to know that his sacrifice, that his goodness is enough for us. You don't need to be the star of the family gathering. You don't need to be the star and the most recognized at your church group. You don't need to be recognized the most on your sports team, in your school, at your church, in your job. You don't. Whoever told you that you were supposed to be, it was your ego. Let go of my ego. You know what I'm saying? Let those evil waffles go. They're gluttonous. I'm telling you, don't be gluttonous for your own ego. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Let go my egos today. I'm going to make that a meme or something. I've got to do it. Man, this is something that we all have to work through. And I, I'm, I'm like Paul here just saying, like, I am telling you, I don't think I've done it or made it on my own. But I'll tell you this. I strain forward. <laughs> Philippians 4, man. Philippians 4. I strain forward to the goal. What God has in store. Because, hey, my will, not good in comparison to God's. You and I, out of impulse, out of nature, we act on our own selfish ambitions. Romans, if you just read Romans, it tells us all about that. And as we dig into the series on self-control, be on the lookout for that soon. I'm not going to say that it's going to start immediately because I will be leaving and moving out of this home of mine that I've been living in for almost 23 years now. Isn't that crazy? So wild, man. 23 years, and I will be moving across the country to Jacksonville, Florida to start my position at Christ Church. I'm so excited about the opportunity. It is a bittersweet season. It's been an exhausting season, but it's also been exciting. So many emotions. But hey, 
Thank you so much for being here, for joining us on this episode today. I'm glad that we can start this off and kick it off because I know that we're not going to be able to make too much content here pretty soon. So just be aware of that. But hey, if you would be willing to support the Vision Project, I would greatly appreciate that. You can go to our website right now at thevisionproject.weebly.com. That is W-E-E-B-L-Y. Check out our website today and you will not regret it, I promise. Send that out to people, share it, like, follow, and subscribe to The Vision Project on all platforms. Every single bit of support helps us in every sort of way. Share it on your social media platforms, whatever you gotta do. But hey, we would love to hear your feedback. You can email us or direct message us. You can find that in the show notes and how you can accomplish that today. I appreciate you guys for joining us here in this episode, and we will see you in the next one. See ya!